The sacred divine feminine is creative, abundant, flowing, receiving, and disruptive. And the new energy of money, including cryptocurrency, decentralized finance, NFTs, and even the metaverse, is all these things too. Welcome to The Goddess of Crypto, a weekly show where women who are already in this powerful space will cover these topics simply, so you can relax into knowing that the future of finance is female. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Goddess of Crypto. I get to have all these wonderful guests, meet these incredible women, and really help people get started on their crypto journey, on their journey into their financial freedom. I often, however, see that there is an impatience with a lot of people, not my guests, rather the people that I see online. There's a story that is perpetuated by how time works these days. And that story is, I'm too late. I didn't get there in time. And there isn't enough time for me to have the financial success that I want. And I want to address this in this episode because I feel like we need to learn and understand the difference between the short game and the long game. And I like to think of it all as a game because the reality is that life in general is a giant experiment. Life in general is a game. When we know the rules of the game, we can create a life for ourselves that is amazing, a life where we are always taken care of and a life where we feel like we have the support of something powerful underneath of us so that, you know, we feel like we're floating on clouds as we go through. Uh, it's not to say there won't be any rain. Clouds have rain. It's not to say that uh, it will always feel like we're completely supported. Clouds are, you know, sort of filmy in that regard. But in my metaphor, the cloud is always going to support you. And I think it's hard for us when we don't have understanding of how the game is played. It's hard for us to believe that. And I can tell you from having been a coach for the last eight years, for having you know, run businesses for over 30 years that we do have that support and we can take advantage of it. So let's let's back way up and talk about the support itself. I'm talking about whatever your higher power is, God, the universe, spirit, unseen forces. If you're somebody who believes more in quantum physics than in some, you know, quote unquote, higher power, but I want you to understand these rules for the game are laid out really well in everything from Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich, which is not my favorite resource, but I know that it's a go-to resource for a lot of people. The Wallace Waddles, The Science of Getting Rich, specifically, literally has the rules. The modern version, I would say, of that book is probably Jen Sincero's you are a badass at making money. You are a badass is the first book. And then you are a badass at making money for the financial part. And I love Jen's writing because she's fierce. She's no nonsense. And also she studied all of this stuff before she put it all into her book. And I think it's, it's really beautifully written. 
in my own book, Nutra Glamorous, How to Feel Beautiful Inside and Out, has several chapters because each part of the book is broken down into different chapters that um, teach you how to master something like breathing and giving. And there are uh, chapters on money and then there are also chapters on yourself. So I encourage you to consider looking at that as well. But all of the books lay out the process by which we can learn to have the game of life support us rather than beat us down. And I think a lot of people get caught up in the idea that life can beat you down. I believe that it's because we are not taught the rules of the game. We are also not taught the financial rules of the game. Women specifically, I know a lot of women whose dads patted them on the head and said, you know, the rule you need to know is how to marry a rich man. Um, the rule you need to know is how to find somebody who's going to take care of you, sweetie, who's going to take care of your money. And a lot of those women have found themselves as grown ass women divorced and not understanding how to take care of their own finances. And obviously, I don't get into the specifics of that, which is interesting because as a wealth coach, a lot of people assume that's what I'm coaching on, but it's not. That's something you can turn to a money manager for. Um, and the money manager won't cheat on you, which is why a lot of these women are divorced in the first place. Anyway, you get the idea that you can you can definitely farm out that piece of information. You can also gain that knowledge yourself if that's something you're interested in. However, I strongly recommend that you get interested in these principles of aligning with what's possible for you receiving your birthright of wealth. And that includes learning that there are rules of the game and how to play the game. I also love Joe Dispenza's Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, which breaks down the quantum physics behind like what I do as a coach, which is very much spiritual alignment for people. The reason I started calling myself a wealth wealth coach is that almost everyone who works with me makes more money, pretty much across the board. Sometimes a lot more money, sometimes 10 times more income. Lifting off their money ceilings, that's what I love to do. However, I'm not doing it by talking about the money part. We're doing it by getting into alignment. And it is that alignment that is everything. So once you understand that there are rules of the game, then the question is, what game are you playing? And most men, especially men who are really studying finance and getting more involved with the making of money, those men are playing the he who dies with the most toys wins game. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. I love seeing how single-minded, how focused, and how aligned men are. I just got into a new sales program that I'm super excited about, and I won't say anything more about it for now, and I don't even know if it's appropriate to ever talk about it on the show, but I will say that as it is teaching me, I'm learning from men who are barely grownups, like they're between 21 and 25 years old, but they are all masters of their systems and they understand that systems are involved and they are single-mindedly, the word relentless has come up about a half a dozen times as I'm learning their material. They are relentlessly in pursuit 
of the ideal shortest distance between two points. And that is what I love to focus on. That's why I, I do the coaching work that I do, because I'm looking for how can you get the shortest distance between two points? How can you start here where you are with what you've got at this moment to work with and get to where you want to get zippity doodah the very fastest? How can we get our boulders off of our superhighway so we can go zooming on down? And men have, some men anyway, but systematically mastered that. And I feel like it's because they have been able to have fewer distractions, right? A man often has a woman taking care of things or his partner who's a man, right? Somebody else is taking care of his other stuff so he can be singularly focused in that direction. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. And if you're in that kind of relationship where you're that support network for a guy, fantastic. And if you're a woman who's looking for that support network in your partner, you know, I know women who have their stay-at-home dad partner, their stay-at-home husband who, you know, has the meal on the table for them when they get home from their work, even if their work was just in the next room. And that's all fantastic. So if that is the, you know, new kind of relationship that you are pursuing, that is terrific because we're definitely changing models and COVID had made a lot of changes as well. But I think that the men get to focus a lot on the short game, which isn't necessarily who, he who dies with the most toys wins. Rather, it's he who acquires the most toys wins. And as one of my guests said last season, you know, for the guys in crypto, it's when Lambo, which is the shorthand vocabulary word of, you know, when will I get my Lamborghini? That, right. That's how you say it is when Lambo and the women are saying when college education, when family vacation and the women are preparing for and gathering the resources for taking care of their families. And this goes back to something that I've said on the show a few times, which is that when the women have a dollar, they're putting 80 to 90 cents of that dollar back into what I call their village, their family or their local community. Men are putting between 30 and 40 cents back into the community. And you can look that up online. It's, you know, when I got that information, I was shocked and then found it in several different spots. So I think it's a, it's a pretty strong statistic. Now, again, there are exceptions to that, right? Just like there are exceptions to all men cheat. However, we definitely know that there's a preponderance that of evidence where we can see that women indeed are the women who are taking care of their families and they're more likely to reinvest in that local community. So they're not buying stuff for themselves more than um, they are taking care of that local village. So what does that mean as a woman? What does that mean as a woman who is maybe not necessarily that comfortable with these new vehicles for finance? Well, first of all, time is speeding up. And I've talked about this in previous episodes, the idea that time, you know, by like 1998, that we couldn't get to the end of the internet anymore because uh, every in information was doubling faster than we could track it. And now IBM says information is doubling every 12 hours. However, that statistic is already like three or four years old, maybe a little older. So maybe, you know, information is doubling at the rate of, near, of every eight hours now. All I know is it's, it's faster and faster and faster. And as a result, 
we are not ever able to get all of the information and a lot of the information that's coming in is new. So if you feel like, well, I'm too late, I'm too old, I didn't understand this in the first place, so I can't understand it now. I mean, come on, crypto is already, you know, Bitcoin was 2009, right? TikTok, it's old now. None of that. It's not anything you ever really need to worry about because the truth is that this information that's coming in is coming in not so fast that you can learn all of it. You're not trying to learn all of it. It's coming in so fast that you can learn the little bit of it that you need at your fingertips because you can get onto the YouTube, you know, University of YouTube. I think they actually do have a University of YouTube, but I mean it in the sense of like the University of Life, right? It's YouTube will give you all of the information that you need. And you want to always use your discernment when you're getting that kind of education because it can be a little bit iffy. It can be a little bit, well, I got this information and I can't tell if it's right. I can't tell if it's correct. I can't tell if it's factual. But you'll see like across the board that, you know, for example, this person has a ton of likes. This person has a ton of comments saying, you know, thank you. This is very useful information. And you, when you see that you, and you see that this information is being given away for free, you can do a little tiny bit of research to make sure that you are not looking at a scammer. I'm going to say something that is again, a generalization but I haven't seen a lot of women scammers. I'm seeing a lot of male scammers. There's two kinds of scams. One of them is overt. I'm not going to bother with that. But the subtle one is you should buy this. You should get this. You should do this thing that I'm doing that costs money. You should buy my program. I mean, look, I have a program on crypto that's not available for sale at the moment, but I, I have done a live course in the past called Crypto Curious. I, you know, I'm not saying don't buy a program. I'm saying vet the person who's created it. And I'm saying make sure that there's that value there because there's a lot of people who are trying to lure people onto their sites by saying it's educational information. And then all they're doing is shilling. In other words, they're, they're saying, Hey, you need to buy this thing, this thing, this thing, this thing. And this thing is designed to get somebody involved in a scam. So the beautiful thing about a lot of YouTube is it's all free. And if you ever get told by one source to buy something, you want to be buying, you know, nothing until you have checked it out really thoroughly. Do your own research. That's very important. But let's go back to this idea of the short game and the long game. In the short term, you want to get a little bit of information. But you also want to understand that the market is going to go in cycles. So right now is a terrible time to be in crypto. Why? We're in the middle of what's called a crypto winter, which means everything is in the toilet. Everybody's portfolio lost between 70 and 90 percent unless they happen to sell at exactly the right time. And everybody's wandering around with their, you know, their head down, their tail between their legs going, I made a terrible mistake. Plus, there have been the collapse of a couple of giant organizations, billions and billions and billions of dollars. And then, of course, we've had the, you know, the regional banks collapse. So it's a crappy, crappy time for money, inflation through the roof, etc. But that is actually the very best time to get educated. You want to go in exact opposition to where the market is at any given time. 
if the market is buying, you are probably wanting to be selling. And or, and if the market is buying a lot, you definitely want to be selling. Because the truth is that by the time everybody gets on board with something, it's too late. And when I say too late, I mean during that cycle. So the short game is the cycle itself, right? So right now, everybody's saying like mid-2024 to 2025, that's going to be the next, I'll call it crypto spring, which means that people are going to start buying a lot. You know, Bitcoin will start to go up, 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 and people will start to get excited about crypto again. When that happens, it will be a great time for you to have gotten educated over the next year. And then you can start to have an idea of what to buy, which you want to buy before we get to that crypto spring part. Buying now is a great time. I have stocks that I have bought years ago that I'm holding on to because I'm waiting for that next stock rally, right? But that, you know, the big one, as opposed to like the little bumps along the way. I have crypto that I'm holding on to because I believe it will eventually be what I consider like blue chip. There's no such thing in blue chip because it hasn't gotten that old yet. But we'll look back in 20 years and go, yes, those were the right ones, which have been very well researched, vetted that I totally believe in and that I don't share with people because I don't want to tell you what to buy. I simply want to tell you to get educated and to get to the point where you are buying at or near the bottom, which is, you know, now in the next few months from now, and then to hold on to that until we get to that point where crypto summer, what's where everybody gets in and everybody thinks, oh, it's going to go, 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 go forever starts. And that's about the time that you want to get out. And we don't think like that. We don't think in terms of short cycles of three to four, two to four years, I'll say, three to four years. That's what I've seen anyway with crypto. And it, But if you look, if you get online and you just look for these statistics, you will see that these cycles are repeating and repeating and repeating. And every time they do, Bitcoin has been higher and higher and higher. So it drops all this way, 80, 90 percent. But when it goes up, it's double. And then when you get back to 80, 90 percent, it's at a higher low then sometimes it's past high and then it goes goes up again in that next wave. So that's like a really good marker to see how the systems work. But you want to think in terms as a woman of playing the longer game. You know, if you're in your mid 50s right now, you're looking at about what's it going to be like in 20 years. Let me buy now knowing how different things are going to be in 20 years, but let me get educated first so that I know what I'm buying. And then you want to look at the shorter cycles because you can take your profits a little bit at a time. You can take 20% of the money that you put in out and then as it goes up higher, another 20% and then another 20% until you get to that 100%. And then everything else, now you're playing with the house's money, as they say. And look, crypto for a while is going to look like gambling because you've got these huge highs and these huge lows. But if you look at the stock market, I mean, I saw an image on what's called crypto Twitter. So where all the crypto people are on Twitter, I saw an image that was 
all these stocks and red, 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 and everything had dropped between 80 and 90%. And they said, this is not a crypto chart. This is the NASDAQ. And it, it can go like that. There's no question. But the stories that are being told in mainstream media right now, I believe, are really geared towards everybody buying into the idea that the dollar is strong, the dollar's never been stronger, that we have an incredible economy, and that all this inflation is totally temporary, and we're just going to keep going forever into infinity and beyond. And the truth is that is not sustainable. And you want to see not sustainable? Go research how Rome collapsed a thousand years ago. And you will see that it started with them devaluing their currency, which was gold and then became gold mixed with other alloys and then became less and less and and lower and lower and cheaper and cheaper. And that actually was at the root of the collapse of Rome, which had lasted a thousand years. Now, our whole country in the United States is only about 250 years old. Our son-in-law, who is Serbian, said the other day, somebody asked him, what do you think of America? And he was being very polite. And he said, it's a very young country. And, you know, this from a guy who's in his 30s, but he's living in a country that is over a thousand years old his whole life. And so he sees things differently. The country sees things differently. The country thinks more in terms of playing the long game. As a grown woman, as an adult, whether you're listening to this in your 20s, you're listening to this in your in your 50s or 60s, you want to be thinking in terms of what do I want to put away for myself? What do I want this to look like in 30 years? When you're in your 20s and you start thinking about that, you think, oh, no, I have plenty of time. But because everything goes in cycles, you'll either make and lose your money over and over again, or you have to keep putting something aside for yourself for later, because later is coming, right? Later will come. Deborah Messing, the actress, said that when she first got into acting. Her father said to her, take 10 cents of every dollar you make and just put it aside and never touch it. And she was a wealthy woman before she became a star. John Travolta made so much money and then disappeared off of the face of the earth for 20 years. Well, by the time Quentin Tarantino found him, put him in Pulp Fiction and made him a star again, he still never needed to work because he always put aside part of the money that he made. Most of us don't have that belief. Most of us have the belief that we're just going to, you know, spend whatever we make. And I mean, Americans have something like, I don't know, $5,000 in savings. It's not very much. So we need to just be aware of this. We need to be thinking in terms of what is possible for us and how do we play the short game versus the long game. So ladies, I want you just to do a little homework for yourself. Ask yourself, when am I going to not want to work anymore? Because once you stop needing to work, you can still work, but you just won't have to anymore. So when am I going to want to stop working? How much do I want to have in my bank account? You know, we used to say a million dollars was plenty. Now a million dollars is about what a hundred thousand dollars was 20 years ago or 30 years ago. So, you know, we can tell because people are starting to talk about making billions, whereas they used to talk about becoming a millionaire. Now the big thing is becoming a billionaire because becoming a millionaire is not as hard as it used to be. And 
it's not got the value that it used to be where once you had a, were a millionaire, you had all that you would ever need. That's not necessarily true. So look at that for yourself and then ask yourself if you just put away 10 cents of every dollar or five cents of every dollar, what does that look like for you? And how does that feel? right? Because we want to think in terms of the long game as well as the short game. And when it comes to our stocks, when it comes to our crypto, when it comes to any of our investments, real estate is a good one. They say, don't wait to buy real estate, buy real estate and wait. And over time, that is always true. You know, I was around in the 2008 crash and we thought, oh, nothing's ever going to go up again. And now it's 15 years later and the housing prices are much, much, much higher than they ever were. Nobody could see that the pandemic was coming and that that was going to be part of it. But, you know, you never know. So you want to invest in the things long term, not just in the things that are short term. And there's tons of stuff online. You can type into any generative AI, any chat GPT type of thing. You can type in side hustles and how can I make more money and get a bunch of different ideas. But I just want to say we want to think in terms of these short cycles in our lives and these short cycles in the markets as temporary and not walk away from the possibilities that this is going to recur again because the cycle itself will recur. We They really will. They keep coming in these waves. So crypto winter is not going to last forever. Get educated about crypto now. Make your moves in a few months when the next drop comes in the market. Usually December, for example, is terrible for uh, for crypto. I can't guarantee it. Do your own research. But historically, it's been terrible. So it's a good time to buy, you know, at the quote unquote bottom, whatever that local bottom looks like. And be prepared to be invested before the next crypto spring comes so you can exit as the beginning of crypto summer occurs. When everybody's on board partying and partying, it's already the Titanic. We just can't see that. So make your moves a different time energetically than the rest of the market does, and you will be well on your way to playing the long game. I hope you have enjoyed this episode of Goddess of Crypto. I hope that you will like it, comment on it, subscribe to the show, and please share it with all the women that you know in your life, your wives, your mothers, your daughters, your girlfriends, your besties. I want every woman to know that the future of finance is female. I'll see you next time. Every week, transformational wealth coach Hallie Evelyn leads a conversation that helps to ensure that women everywhere can learn to surf the coming tsunami of the new energy of money. You can find her at goddessofcrypto.me. That's goddessofcrypto.me. Be sure to subscribe to Goddess of Crypto on your favorite platform or watch the show on YouTube. And remember, wealth isn't just your privilege, it's your right. <laughs>